Assalamu alaikum everyone. Welcome to the Open Mic Quiet Host podcast. It's me, the Quiet Host. I hope that you are all doing well. It feels like I haven't recorded in a while, even though I obviously posted my new episode literally last week, but it's because I've been recording my podcast consecutively and I kind of took a little break in between. So it feels very awkward using my voice again. Um, but the reason I took a little break was because I feel, I felt, well, let's take a step back because <laughs> I feel like that was a very speedy introduction. I'm trying to slow down when I'm speaking. I think the reason why these episodes are so short is because I kind of jump from one topic to the next. And so I want to give myself the space and time to accurately say what I want to say and not worry that someone is on the other end listening even though you are but I just pray and ask that you guys be patient with me because it has been an overwhelming week <laughs> um, and I think we need to be gracious with ourselves and our community and so yeah um, but the reason why I haven't really felt motivated to record the podcast or even put anything on the podcast like in, into the podcast like create posts and like you know is because I felt like it wasn't needed and because with what is going on in Gaza right now I wanted to put all my energy and time and passion really into that and advocating for the lives which is so like simple to say like oh my god yes we should we shouldn't we shouldn't actually be advocating for the lives of people because they should just already be allowed to exist and live but clearly we have to beg people to understand that a baby shouldn't die. SubhanAllah. Um, and so when I came to thinking about the podcast and like it came time to record, I was like, and also because I actually had scheduled for a guest to be on here, which oh, I'm so excited about. But I felt like in order to like explore someone else's story and like talk with them, I really wanted to put my energy into that properly. And I felt like it would be so disingenuous of me if I was talking to them when really my mind and my heart was in something else, namely Gaza. Um, and so I think I really want to focus my attention on that properly. But in saying that, <laughs> I felt the urge to record. So I'm picking up the mic and I was talking to someone. It was kind of spontaneous. I think in like my small breakdowns of the week, I kind of was just messaging random people that I had really no business messaging, but good came from it. So I don't completely regret looking like a fool. Um, someone said to me that there is a time for everything and so I'm not really bothered about when the best time for this podcast is and like I may never even like post this episode like maybe not even now but we'll see inshallah um, I just feel so drained I don't know if anyone else has been feeling like this but I know it's only normal to feel this way I think it's also frustrating to know that we are still living our normal lives and that we still have to move on also I got a job <laughs> alhamdulillah which is crazy to think because um I started my first episode with saying that I was unemployed and I had been unemployed for a long time and it was taking me a long time to get back into work but then just to like document the growth and it came about so randomly but I'm also so happy for it and grateful for it um yeah like I said there's time for everything and that you're not actually really rushing everything because everything's already in the last plan so don't ever feel like you need to 
like go faster for anyone because everything is as it's supposed to be now and not in some like hippy dippy way but in some Allah's the greatest of all planners way also if you can hear noises in the background it's because I live on a main road and the window is kind of open I should, probably should have closed it but we move um yeah I just don't know how I'm gonna navigate speaking about things because the thing is I don't think that I'm actually educated <laughs> what I feel like I was gonna say I'm not educated enough to talk about no but as in like I don't think I'm eloquent enough to say talk about certain topics in Gaza I could talk from passion 100% I can be emotional all day about it I'll shout at people if they need me to but I think my audience already knows what is up and they already know how to support Palestine and I think I'm coming from the aspect of a Muslim a normal Muslim who is sick actually I'm not sick I am just like disgusted with our government and with the Israeli government and with people like it's mad like I think you know you have the seven stages of grief I think I've come onto the anger side like how was it was just rage man like especially after that um that vote that our MPs did if you do not live in the UK our government our clown government um sat together in the house of parliament basically to vote for or against the ceasefire and you and me okay the rational person clear like we are clear-headed we would never think that calling a ceasefire on the murder of our children and babies and hospitals and old people and civilians and men and women and all these people was was like we think that was normal like of course like a ceasefire no clearly not like clearly not it was yeah I would say I'm disappointed but what am I to expect you know and that's where the rage came from but then after like having this discourse with someone on Twitter by the way I'm enjoying replying to comments (laughs) and like just like talking with people on social media even though it's kind of embarrassing can't lie like very cringe like popping up on tiktok comments and like on twitter basically um but saying that i've made so many friends through social media i don't know if i'd recommend that for everyone but for me it's worked so hey um but in like this discourse that i had with someone as on social media she was expressing how numb she feels about this whole situation and whether she feels like not that she wants to give up but, but she feels like she has nothing to contribute and that she's rage like everything and this was obviously after the the vote and I was like in a reflective mode in, in the state where I was like let me process my emotions and so in replying to her I sort of was processing my own emotions and I came to the conclusion in that message should I read it yeah I'm gonna read it <laughs> um bear with me guys bear with me also I refuse to call Twitter X like seeing it just now so gross so gross um bear with me sorry guys um let's see okay hopefully this wasn't too long of a pause and you haven't clicked off if you're still here hi um so this sister said 
I don't feel, I don't know how to explain this properly, but I feel like everything happening in Palestine isn't actually happening. Like my brain isn't processing it or it's putting it in the box of injustices, we, of injustice we protest again, but not fully registering it. I felt angry, anger and frustration. Um, and I replied, and I think she had a thread, but I replied to that first bit. Anyway, um, all right, completely resonate with this. But what has kept me going is making a list of all the things that I'm going to ask Allah if I make it to Jannah, inshallah. One of them being allowed to replay the moment the martyrs were given their good news and their relief and their joy. Um, I also said... Um, Oh, and then she replied, maybe I should make this part of my game plan, a list of things to ask for in Jannah and then a list of ways to be a better person and actually get in, inshallah. I do worry if I get too theological, my brain will go to the place of why doesn't God help them against injustice? And I think that snapped the reflective thing in me where I was like, oh, and I really like, felt for her because I felt that way too. And so I replied with, it's only natural to think this way. Allow yourself to experience the waves of human emotion because we really don't allow ourselves to do that because everything's happening so quickly we're seeing so much death and destruction I don't think we actually value um the human emotion and all this we are supposed to feel angry we are supposed to feel sad that is not a bad thing and I go on to say numbness being one of them because that is another stage of grief right it's okay to feel helpless there is immense wisdom in this alone without diminishing your words I believe it comes down to he, Allah, is all-knowing and we are not. I have this in a battle often, but we have to check ourselves. If the people of Palestine trust in him in all their suffering, then who am I to not trust in him also? <sighs> Period. <laughs> I really ate with that one, I'm not gonna lie. <laughs> Joking. Um, but yeah, I really thought that that was really interesting because we are pretending like this is normal you know, like it's just, it's just not, and I think we need to have grace with not only ourselves, but also to just check ourselves back into reality, we're not supposed to just go on with life and not feel any sort of way, and, and have it not manifest in certain ways, for me, I definitely tried to suppress that, where I actually couldn't, I actually tried to record the podcast, and I actually tried to move on with my life, and suppress that need in me, but then that obviously didn't work out, and that obviously made me felt so overwhelmed it resulted in panic attacks it resulted in me feeling angry and sad and of course it would because I'm seeing such trauma and suffering and pain and I'm I'd like to think an empathetic person and when we see our brothers and sisters suffering in this way we're not supposed to just stand still and be normal about it we are not supposed to move on so never feel like you have to do that you are normal and you are rational and you are right in your anger I feel like I might cry guys this might be the first few tears we see in an episode it's fine anyway um and so I got to a stage where I was like why are we not staying up at night why are our children still in their beds why are our masajids not doing emergency duas why are we not with our community why are we just facing this in isolation I personally did not understand it like why are we in our rooms alone at night scrolling through Twitter and Instagram watching videos of our brothers and sisters suffering you know and I think we need to really be better at coming together as a community and although I think that some people have nailed it I don't think that we or me in my circle have because 
we need to be leaning on each other in this time and we need to be leaning on Allah at this time instead of questioning his divine decree and I think it's again normal to question Allah doesn't want you not to question but he wants you to come to the realization that this is above you and this is going to be left to him period like um and I think that's what's given me as I said in in like that series of tweets hope because hope in Allah's justice in his um because the children martyrs are in Jannah right now I want to know because if you knew like the relief they're gonna feel the relief they felt they're released from the shackles of this dunya we're still here we still have to deal with it you know what I mean like and like when you like lean into that aspect of it all where it's like this life is not the end when you lean into that when you lead and lean into the fact that Allah is the one who is in control and that we are not and that there's actually divine wisdom in that I don't want this to get too philosophical so like (laughs) I'm gonna rein myself in after I say this one thing but there is divine wisdom in us not being able to hack what is going on gone and going on and us being overwhelmed and feeling numb it is that we are imperfect and Allah is not Allah does not feel overwhelmed we do Allah does not feel numb we do so don't you understand that they're ha- like oh yeah and this is more to myself guys I'm not being rude to you I'm just like <laughs> this is all like you know when I talk on here I genuinely feel as if I'm like working things out in my head and I think this is the way that this is like how I needed community and like talking because it helps me to process my emotions and maybe this is why I need to go to therapy for my trauma speaking of trauma well actually not speaking of trauma speaking of like hobbies <laughs> but it links it links um I want to be a hobby girly <laughs> I think people have so many different hobbies like you know the painting people like they read and like I used to read it used to be my thing but I think when life got hard I mean I used to read as a child but then when sort of just trauma after trauma happened to me I kind of got into my I just didn't like it anymore I didn't find any joy in it I was too tired drained drained is the word for it actually um but in like in more of a like in a hobby thing I thought I sort of just believed that I wasn't worthy of having hobbies but also because I didn't have time for them in a weird way because I was just in fight or flight mode and so for those of us who are like on their healing journey and on their dean journey it's kind of like bleak when you think about hobbies in a way where it's like I don't actually want to do these things <laughs> but then you come out of it and you're like actually maybe I deserve to do a little bit of painting therapy <laughs> it sounds so like dumb I think I kind of made all these things minuscule because I was going through like such dramatic things and like there's bigger things out there but I mean if white people can have hobbies and so can we girl like come on now but it's so true like why is hobbies only for white people I want to see some more Muslim girlies painting we should crochet like why are we not doing arts and crafts please and my local masjid did this like like day out where they like painted clay pots it was so cute I didn't go I wish I did but yeah maybe I should have gone (laughs) next time also what if we did our own little thing oh I can't wait for this to actually get big and like for sisters to like come and like make friends on here because I would totally be down 
to like this seems so far away in the future and silly me saying this but like I would genuinely love to meet you all and like host things but like real things like not because another thing that I realized I'm not original like not me thinking oh my god I'm gonna make a podcast I'm gonna make people feel safe and Muslim women have community tell me why there has been I have seen a billion different you're safe here logos and like this is a safe space for Muslim women like girl I thought I was being original and I think that that was also what was getting me a bit like what is even the point in all this but then I realized that no one else is me okay (laughs) I'm joking I feel like people are way better than me but I mean in terms of like what I want to portray I guess is that we're all sinners the concept of we're all sinners and like we're not perfect do you know what I mean like we live through trauma Muslim women have got mental health issues and that we are not okay and we're not put together because I was on TikTok there's a theme with all this right okay I've been on social media too much this week it's probably why I've been having a breakdown every left era left right and center excuse me (laughs) um oh my god I still got a little thing in my throat that's another thing I realized what if like when podcasters get sick do they still record because what if you need to like you feel like you need to record a podcast but you're sick so that your voice isn't doing the work for you anyway so I was on TikTok and I was listening to this um I was watching this video of a girl and she was like listening to unpopular opinions Muslim edition and she was saying that Muslim podcasters there's something like everyone's all the same do you know what I mean like and maybe I'm also part of that but I'd like to think I'm not <laughs> of course everyone would like to think they're not but as in they all give off the same minimalistic clean sleek muslim standard box standard muslim do you know what I mean like they're all wearing the same thing and like they all like learnt the same hadith and they they say it and I'm like I do that too I'm all for a little hadith recitation but it's like I'm shaped by my trauma and I'm shaped by things and I'm not perfect and I do not want people to think or take me as that because like I said in the last episode we often look to people online especially podcasters influencers especially Muslim ones as role models as people who are the beacon of of what is right and good but like this literally not that's not the case this is literally for a bit of banter a bit of fun and a community mainly being the right thing and also just portraying to people like the nuances of Muslim women like the nuances of myself I didn't necessarily feel like I needed to fit into a box and I need to betray a certain image I felt like I think I had to feel like that but it wasn't working because I couldn't be put into a box like it was just not possible for me (laughs) um and I think that a lot of Muslim women feel like that and I want to yeah I think I just hope I get the right audiences because you know when you hear like oh my god a Muslim woman podcast I hope people don't listen to this and become disappointed so if you are here please don't be disappointed in me like but also don't care (laughs) I'm joking (laughs) um we're going on 19 minutes oh I haven't even started going on to the topics that I wanted to talk about I've been making notes as usual well not like legit notes but like just keywords so I don't just spew a bunch of word vomit which this podcast essentially has been um let me see oh accepting okay so in the spirit of talking about our emotions right um I came to the realization that accepting sadness is a part of life you can never run away 
from the feeling of being sad and having existential crises. I think I wrote this down because today I had a breakdown, but what's new? Um, but then I sort of like, this breakdown was different to the other breakdowns because in previous breakdowns, it was so bleak and I could never really pull myself out of them um, because I used to just think that happiness was the norm for everyone else. And so I would think that was something wrong with me because I couldn't feel the same happiness that everyone else was feeling. But then I realized that once you come to the once you come to accepting that happiness, I mean sadness is also a part of life and that everyone feels sadness, that is when you can actually pull yourself out of it because there is nothing to fix. Do you know what I mean? When you feel sad, like of course there is things to fix, but that's for Allah. Do you know what I mean? I don't know if it's actually good advice, but um just hear me out. Um so when you're crying and when you're having a breakdown let yourself do it have a cry there's actually nothing wrong with having a cry like you know when people try and console someone who's crying don't tell them it's okay don't cry let them cry in your arms like there's so much power in that so much power in letting someone just be humanly messed up (laughs) and they will get out of it at some point do you know what like and i don't mean i don't mean this to sound bleak and sad and depressing but genuinely once you master romanticizing sadness and being delulu about it that is when you will genuinely be happy because sadness is as much as a part of life as happiness is just like death is a part of life as much as life as living is and birth so yeah um also racism (laughs) i think i also wanted to link this to gaza um because or palestine rather but the mood has shifted in London, okay? I don't know if you guys have felt it. Being a visibly Muslim woman, walking down the street, having the whites stare at me as if I'm, like, not worth being on this planet, it's another level. I don't know if you guys have been feeling it. Or maybe I'm just overly sensitive because, yeah, that's also a problem that I have. But damn. And I just, I just don't know what to do and react to it because I'm going to be realistic. Like, I think this whole thing has just made the far right believe that they can just come out and say the most random things but it's like I'm not like I I wish I could say that I could defend myself but I don't know karate guys like I don't know basic self-defense and I am me little old me isn't gonna do anything against a bunch of far right loony tunes okay um and so it kind of got me a bit anxious and scared I can't lie but then it's like hasbunallah wa um if you know you know (laughs) um and so I kind of got over it but I told my friend and she genuinely was like so she doesn't live in London and I was talking to her on the phone I was like girl people here are going crazy like I feel like I can't even leave the house because that's genuinely real I'm not even trying to be dramatic I haven't been leaving the house because I can't be asked to feel the energy of people around me sussing out whether I'm sussing out whether I'm like pro-Palestine which I am but do you know what I mean I can't be asked for that and one thing about me is I am going to protect my boundaries I am that person who will leave a conversation midway if I feel like something's off (laughs) and that is probably the inner or my previous self when it was all spiritual voodoo hoodoo we move from that but I think remnants of that may have stayed within me because if I feel like something is off trust your gut okay guys especially as women we need to trust our gods anyway i was telling my friend this right and then i think she believed me obviously like she's my friend but she didn't actually realize how bad it actually was because we so she came over she was visiting and then we were walking 
through the street and I think this was the day of the million man march in London and I didn't go um so clearly all the racists were out that day and so we walk in and it was in a park but for some reason there was a cafe in the park anyway um and we walk past and mind you like everyone's speaking happy everyone's having a great time everyone's got their dogs out Susan's got her cozy little jumper on minute I walk like past them you could hear a pin drop (laughs) you could hear a pin drop everyone just stops talking everyone looks at me I'm like oh shit like what the hell and like dirty looks like someone like I saw this woman screw her face up so tight and I was like damn and then I looked at my friend, she was like, whoa, I feel it now, I feel it. And I was like, right? Like, I thought I was hallucinating. And so I don't know if anyone else is feeling, feeling this way. And I don't exactly know what we're going to do about it. But I'm okay with staying at home for now. Like, I'm not about to be harassed. But also, when you think about it, it's really not that deep. It's really not that deep. Because other people are going through something way worse. And us Muslims, us Muslims have shame. We have shame enough to know that we're not the ones being bombed in our beds. So it's cool i'm okay i'm okay with a little racism do what you can do what you need to do karen um and also like hasbunallah us muslims have got a lot more gall <laughs> that's a disgusting word i don't know the right word anyway let's keep it moving next point on my notes oh i was gonna give you and i guys an update on making friends basically I have been doing so well and like I like kind of mentioned before social media has been doing me wonders okay I don't know what it is but I turn into like a such a sociable person (laughs) I think it's because like I'm not actually meeting anyone face to face so you know and also I think the podcast has given me an excuse to meet people but I've got a little pen pal over in the United States everyone basically um (laughs) I I just burped I've been following this, um, I just burped again, I've been following this person, this girl on social media for a while, and she's, like, so cool, so good, um, and I realised that she was pro-Palestine, and it was really, kind of, a relief to realise that I didn't actually have to unfollow her, because I was looking through my followers to see who I would unfollow for their silence on the situation, reminded to do that if you haven't already, because there's no way we're supporting people who don't support us, (laughs) um, yeah, but thankfully I was, happy to find out she was pro-Palestine and like radically so I mean that's the wrong word to say but like really so and it was on her live talking about it and I just wanted to like talk about it with her on her live and like yeah and then um she followed me on Instagram and I was like oh my god I'm famous (laughs) I'm friends with a famous person I'm joking but we started to have like a discourse about um like Palestine on dms and so we made i made a friend in america Are you guys proud of me <laughs> um and also another one on tiktok i met and it turns out she goes to the same masjid as me which is such a small world who knew like she liked to post to do with like the podcast and then like she saved the podcast and subhanallah she goes to the same masjid as me and like we didn't even know each other um and like i came to realize that I was putting too much pressure on myself. Making friends is really not that hard. <laughs> I was being dramatic for no reason, okay? Really, there is no point for this podcast anymore. I am a social person. There is nothing wrong with me. <laughs> also, I find it my, how, so funny how my mood changes, like, so much. Um, oh, my God, I just realised. So sad. 
I can only record for 30 minutes on a web web browser. Oh no. I'm going to have to download. Anyway, I'm going to carry on talking and then if it cuts off, we move. Um, also, in the spirit of Palestine and boycotting, I hope you are all boy- boycotting. Because I've seen, actually, some people in the McDonald's car park. And while it is in our religion to not assume the worst, why you sat in the McDonald's car park, we are boycotting. Anyway, so on the boycott list is Nescafe. And if you know me, you know Nescafe is my jam, okay? I've been, I'm a coffee drinker. I feel like I don't know if I'm acting like myself right now. Anyway, so I'm a coffee drinker, but obviously in this cafe, you're not allowed to have that uh, instant coffee. Um, so I obviously had it in the house, but then once I finished it, obviously it ran out. Um, and so I was kind of like on, on a coffee detox, you could say, like I wasn't having any coffee. Um, and it was kind of getting like good. I didn't have any cravings for it, surprisingly, which like... I know during Ramadan it gets a bit it gets a bit sticky um, when I have to stop. But I bought a new one and it's so disgusting. Like it's not the same. But also, I think I might just give up coffee in general now. Oh my god, we are running out of time. It's like see a red light going off randomly. Okay, I'm gonna stop now. I think I may maybe carry on and like start again. You'll get to the point. Anyway, assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. See you later.